Welcome to the Capitol News Roundup. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Here are this week's top stories. A federal judge has granted a defense request to delay former Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan's bribery and racketeering trial. That trial will now start October 8th. Madigan's legal team argued the U.S. Supreme Court is scheduled to review another political bribery case later this year, and that could affect the outcome of his. But prosecutors pointed to the public's right to a speedy trial, as Madigan was indicted nearly two years ago, and called the request a delay tactic. Parties argued in front of U.S. District Court Judge Robert Blakey this week. Blakey has yet to rule on Madigan's March of 2023 motion to dismiss the charges against him. Former President Donald Trump faces a challenge to his candidacy in the Illinois Republican primary. A group of five registered voters filed a joint objection on Thursday, the same day presidential candidates could begin filing, to Trump's name being on this year's primary and general election ballots. The objection alleges that Trump's efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 elections, including his actions surrounding riots at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th of 2021, amounted to an insurrection and thus disqualify him under the 14th Amendment from holding federal office. Similar objections have been filed in several other states. So far, those objections have been upheld in Colorado and Maine, including seeking a U.S. Supreme Court review of the Colorado decision. The Illinois State Board of Elections could rule on this objection when it meets January 30th. A judge has shut down a troubled juvenile detention center in southern Illinois that had been the subject of lawsuits and poor reviews from state auditors. The Franklin County Juvenile Detention Center was featured in a November report from Capitol News Illinois and ProPublica. It exposed the state's lax enforcement of its own standards, despite audits that repeatedly found poor conditions at the facility. Those standards were updated by the Illinois Department of Juvenile Justice in 2021. The changes aimed to improve education and mental health services for detained youths and to limit the use of restraints and seclusion. But in an inspection the following year, the IDJJ described the youth lockup in Benton as a, quote, facility in crisis. The Illinois Supreme Court had also found it out of compliance, and the American Civil Liberties Union of Illinois filed suit against the facility's operators back in June. In a statement, Judge Melissa Morgan said workforce shortages made it difficult to meet those new state standards. The 32-bed facility had housed youth awaiting court hearings in the bottom quarter of the state. It closed December 31st. Youth from those counties, ordered into custody while their cases are pending, now will likely be sent to facilities in the Metro East or out of state. Illinois Department of Juvenile Justice Director Heidi Miller will be the new director of the state's embattled Department of Children and Family Services, Governor J.B. Pritzker announced the move on Wednesday morning, shortly after DCFS employees were informed via email that retiring director Mark Smith would remain on the job through January. He had announced in October that he planned to retire at the end of 2023. Miller will officially assume the role of director on February 1st. She had led IDJJ since 2016, and Pritzker hailed her leadership as, quote, transformative. Miller will be the 15th director of DCFS in the past two decades. And after years of record-high overdose deaths in Illinois, a new program aims to get more substance use counselors in the pipeline to help those in need. Anyone studying to become a certified alcohol and drug counselor can have fees associated with the certification exam and relevant coursework paid for by a state workforce expansion program. The program is set to run through June of this year and can also cover costs for daycare and travel. 
In addition, $1,000 stipends are being awarded to those who get certified and agree to two years of employment with a state-licensed care facility. Illinois Department of Public Health data shows more than 6,000 people in the state died of opioid overdose from 2021 through 2022. That's it for this week's Capital News Roundup. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Capital News Illinois is a nonprofit, nonpartisan news service covering Illinois government. Major funding is provided by the Illinois Press Foundation and the Robert R. McCormick Foundation. Additional support comes from the Illinois Broadcasters Foundation and the Southern Illinois Editorial Association.